What is up, guys? Welcome to our podcast. We are Kimchi Guys here. So, so in the final episode, we will be talking about you know NBA Finals. I mean, upcoming NBA Finals. Yeah, it's and it's a tragedy for both of us because. <laughs> We're rooting for GSW. I yeah, mean, we're rooting for Golden State Warriors, but they lost. Yeah, they got eliminated by yeah. the Los Angeles Lakers. So they got eliminated eliminated by uh, LeBron James. So we got nothing to talk about. It. Yeah. So <laughs> it's a it's a little bit tragedy, but yeah. we'll we'll continue about uh, we'll talk, continue to talk about it because we're just. The podcasters, right? Yeah, and we, we yeah. love basketball. Yeah, we do love Golden State, but we love NBA as a whole. Yeah, just just a basketball, uh, just as a basketball podcaster, we're doing it. So yeah, so today we will be uh, first of all we will be talking about the recent failure of Golden State. What was the you know factors of Golden State Warriors' failure? Yeah, yeah. So there were a list of questions. And we we uh, we choose, and I want to I want to ask you some question. And yeah, first sure. first thing was, uh, did coaching decisions play a big role in the Golden State Warriors' failure in the playoffs? Uh, I wouldn't say much because uh, I think Steve Kerr did a decent job. Yeah, I don't think he did a bad job. I think he made some adjustments, but yeah. ultimately it's the players. Players' talent, yeah, and that made the yeah, sense. and I wouldn't say as Steve Kerr did a bad job. He did his adjustments, but I yeah. feel like the Lakers did have an advantage since they had AD and ours. Yeah, and AD is just way bigger than Looney, and our bench players just did not play well, especially Jordan Poole. He played horrible, and also Clay yeah. Thompson. Yeah, really did not play well. So yeah, if the players step up, I think we. Could have beaten the Los Angeles Lakers without really much difficulty. Yeah, I I also agree with that opinion. So I think coaches, it's not a coach thing, obviously. I think, and uh, in the in the determining factors, uh, I think Golden State Warriors struggled really struggled in the an aspect of, of offense. Yeah. So what would be the factor of that like wh- why did they really struggle in the offense yeah, it's against them yeah it's because clay thompson just cannot make shots and <laughs> yeah the bench also played really badly as i also yeah. already mentioned jordan Poole did not play well at all yeah. so yeah we just got outscored by the los angeles lakers yeah i i didn't even watch a whole game but you you watched the whole game right yeah, yeah. so i'm asking like why is Clay Thompson? Uh, why those players, Clay Thompson and uh, Jordan Poole, did not play, you know, well, I'm, compared I, compared to the regular season? I think Jordan Poole, uh, I Lakers have good perimeter defenders like yeah, uh, Vanderbilt. Yeah, and, Vanderbilt here. Yes, and a few other players. They uh, yeah, Lakers have a lot of good wing Davis. defenders, which. Mm. Really, Jordan Poole just could not really score mm. when they were guarding him. So yeah. yeah, Jordan Poole just could not do much. So besides Steph Curry and Andrew Wiggins, I not yeah, not, I didn't really see any player stepping up, 
up on the offense yeah. of it, yeah. Because just 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 as a fact, they were so higher. I mean, like Lakers players were yeah, much bigger, much, taller. much bigger, taller, and they were like jumping high. Yeah, yeah. Even though Curry's like uh, Curry, uh, Curry's shot is so fast yeah. that any other players cannot defend. But you know, obviously, basketball nowadays is physical. Yeah, even yeah. even now, it's physical. So yeah, that was the limit of Golden State Warriors. Yeah. So yeah, wrapping up Golden State. Warriors' failure was due to those kind of factors. Yeah, right? the players just could not step up. Yeah, yeah. could not step up, and that was unfortunate news for us. And we will just move on to next thing. Like uh, nowadays, controversy in NBA playoffs is obviously about the Miami Heat, right? Yeah, they were the eighth seed in the Eastern Conference. Yes. And now they are beating. Uh, they have beaten. Yeah. Uh, at the combo. Yeah, the first seed Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, and also they are. They beat have beaten New York Knicks, right? Yes. Of Jalen Brunson. Yes. And Randall. And also nowadays they are beating Boston three one. Yeah, they have a three one lead. A three one lead, and Boston, they are the second seed, right? Yes. So this is quite a phenomenon nowadays, and all the all the people around uh, basketball field, like Chuck, I mean, uh, Charles Barkley and Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal, were so so amazed about this fact. So, what what would be the factor? What would be the major factor of Miami's Heat success? You know, yeah, uh, it's yeah, uh, truly a great achievement. It's really an, an honor that we are able to witness this live because it's. Truly incredible and just unbelievable that an eight seed mm. who did not look good as a team beat the first seed Milwaukee Bucks, yeah. then beat the New York Knicks, which I think are the fourth or fifth, well, yeah, or yeah, yeah, New York Knicks, yes. yeah, and th- yeah, they they quite easily beat the New York Knicks. Then now Boston Celtics, who are probably the favorites, right? Uh, who were probably the favorites after the Milwaukee Bucks elimination. Yeah. But now they have a three-one lead, which, uh, which is if, yeah. yeah. Which you look at the statistics, they have a really high chance of mm. making it to the finals. Mm. Yeah. This is and phenomenal. I think the Miami Heat were able to do that because they also had a bit of luck when they faced Milwaukee because Giannis was injured. Injured. But it was still impressive that they beat. The Bucks with with Giannis at Game Seven Six or at, like seven, yeah, Game Seven, yeah, yeah. Mm. which was very impressive. Then the Knicks they beat them pretty easily, and yeah. then the Boston Celtics who have a full healthy roster, mm. but they won three games in a row and two games at Boston home. Mm. I think we have to give a lot of credit to Coach Sportstra and Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think playoff Jimmy is real. He is him. <laughs> he just does not shrink when the light is the brightest. Yeah. He just steps up every time when the team needs him. And I think the players really got inspired by Jimmy, Jimmy Butler, Butler's. like his mentality, his intensity, right? yeah, and his mindset that they're just uh, playing their hearts out on the court, and you can see that. And the other team just can't keep up, and they just yeah. 
they can't keep up and they just shrink and the Miami Heat just always comes up on top which is just amazing to see yeah I think most of the times Miami Heat in the playoffs they just step up yeah like they're different players yeah uh What's phenomenal about Miami's Heat's uh, success is also like uh, attributed to my uh, Tyler Hero and Victor Oladipo's injury. Yeah, they t- they don't have and, a bench. And yeah. those two guys are All Star players, right? Yeah, yeah. And like Miami Heat's second option and third option was them. Yeah. Were were them, but both of them got injured. Yeah. In the series with the uh, with the uh, Milwaukee Bucks, yeah, I guess. I think so. So, they they don't have anything like yeah. aside from Butler and Adebayo. Yeah, in in their in their squad they have no players who can score like Butler. So, I I didn't expect to, uh, Miami to be this good. Yeah. So, yeah, so so impressive nowadays, and it it really gives me an impression, and yeah, we'll talk about it about the impression and. And the lessons that Miami Heat gave us, and we will we will continue, you know, ask, answering the questions. Uh, is there any 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 question that you might ask? You might want to ask. Mm, among those, Ooh, I, I like. Uh, what would, what would, what would it be? There's one about the Miami Heat. Future? Future? I, I think I saw one. Oh, okay. I think one about like Miami Heat's, uh, yeah, uh, success impact the Miami Heat's future prospects and offseason plans. Uh, I think this is a very good question because yeah, the Miami Heat are probably going to the finals. Yeah, because no team has ever come back from a three zero lead. I don't think Boston is yeah. gonna come back from a three zero lead. Yeah, there is maybe but not big odds like. Beating them, yeah. Like beating Miami, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a yeah. very low chance. Yeah. So if the Miami Heat go, uh, I think the make Miami the Heat final. are ma- going to make the finals. Yeah. Then, which means they're gonna face Denver. But I don't think Miami Heat <laughs> are gonna beat Denver Nuggets because Denver, yeah. they're such a great team. They have a really good starting lineup, a very good bench, and a very good coach. So, yeah. I think. Denver is gonna beat Miami with, but I think it's gonna be a competitive series. But I think Denver is gonna come come on top, which means I I don't think the Miami Heat is gonna repeat this next year, which is uh, which makes things complicated. Cause if I am the general manager of the team, I don't know if I am gonna run this back. Yeah. I or you can trade some prospects and just yeah. bring another star, which is mm-hmm. the best option. But if yeah. that is not available, then I think the Miami Heat should just rebuild. Cause yeah, this is this was your. I think, in my opinion, that this is Miami Heat's last deep last run. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you don't want to just like go into the playoffs and get eliminated uh, in the first round, then I think the Miami Heat should just. Like trade their stars and rebuild. Mm. Yeah, I, I agree on that because even even without Tyler Hero and Victor Ladipo, they made made it to the finals almost. Yeah, yeah. So I guess, uh, I guess the manager of the Miami Heat, Pat Riley, 
and also the coach Eric Spoelstra would agree about trading Tyler Hero or Victor Oladipo to like get some stars yeah, yeah, from other teams, star, yeah. and yeah, they would probably win another another series in the future, maybe, yeah. maybe because. Even now, they are making to the finals, so yeah. they're not really bad team. They're a really competitive team. Yeah. So I guess so. Like there is a big possibility of trading good players into the Miami Heat. Yeah, I think Miami should go and trade for another star. But if that's not possible, I think rebuilding doesn't like isn't that bad of an option for Miami. Yeah, rebuilding is is bad, but like. Uh, I I think Pat Riley and uh, Coach Spo would like insist on like uh, winning the finals. Yeah, yeah. Because there is a Butler yeah, who can really yeah. really excel in playoff games. Yeah. So yeah, they will be greedy for that. Uh, I want to talk about the strategies that uh, strategies of Miami Heat, which is pretty impressive because they're the really uh, they're really underdogs. Yeah. They cannot really beat them in a same same uh, what else same same condition. Yeah, yeah. Like if they beat, if they're trying to beat like Boston Celtics with the three points only, they cannot win. Yeah. But you know there was all there was more and more statistics coming up and during the series. So let 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 us to think about strategies. What would be the major and like uh, important strategies of my Heat during the playoffs? Uh, I mean, if you can think of it, I I can think. Uh, mm, I think the rebounds and like box outs yeah. were pretty uh, significant for them because Miami Heat. When you when you see the roster, they're kind of small. The yeah. players are not really that big. Like uh, aside from. Adebayo, who is a center at the Miami Heat, there, the players are mostly small, relatively small. Yeah, they're small. So rebounding for them will be hard, yeah. relatively. And look, look at Denver. They are, they are like five, five players of with that tall. Yeah, Denver is yeah, a big team. That height. So obviously, rebound is really important for, for the teams, uh, for the teams. Uh, Offense and defense, and Miami Heat was having a difficulty at the first time. But Eric Spoelstra really emphasized the importance of like uh, in box out plays, and they're just they're doing good with that aspect. So I think that kind of basic basic strategy about box out yeah. really made them re- good results. Yeah, I want to give credit to Bam because Bam is infamous for not being able to guard a big like centers who are yeah, bigger yeah. than him and not being able to attack centers that are bigger than him. But in this series, I think he's doing a great job because mm-hmm. when you look at the last series where Miami and Boston yeah. played, Bam played horribly, and because Robert Williams the third and Al Horford just dominated. Yeah. Bam, but the heights. I, but this series, Bam is just playing like a different player. Unlike his past self, he's just not afraid of centers that is that are bigger than him. So yeah, I think Bam's uh, stepping up and yeah. 
actually playing better than centers that are taller, taller than him, I think, mm-hmm. really has really impacted the series. I think Bam Adebayo is like uh, with more experiences, he is getting more confident. Yeah, and Butler, Jimmy Butler, is making him confident. Yeah, like uh, Jimmy Butler once said in a post game interview, and he said like. Uh, Bam is one of the leaders in Miami Heat, so he gotta be confident, yeah. and he gotta make the boys out. Uh, he he, Bam Adebayo at the first glance, he does he didn't really you know shout at other players yeah. and give some like give some guidelines to other players. But now, who is the boys leader of Miami? Bam or Butler or maybe Udonis Haslam in the yeah. bench. So, they, like Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo, it are becoming the real leaders of the Miami Heat, and I think that's the major factor of Bam Adebayo's stepping up. Yeah. So yeah, I think all the mental mental thing is really highly correlated with the uh, uh, players' performance. Yeah. In the playoffs, so I think yeah we should we should give credit. On that, yeah, and also, yeah, as you mentioned, the strategies of uh, Coach Spo, yeah, I think, also like Boston versus Miami, I think, it, you can clearly see that Coach Spo is like severely outmatching the Boston Celtics. Joe Mazula, Coach Joe Mazula, mm-hmm. yeah, you can see Coach Joe Mazula is a bit unexperienced compared to Coach Spo, and you can yeah. see him, uh, you can see Coach Spo just exposing. Mm. Coach Mazula and like uh, whenever Coach Spo makes an adjustment and makes like a different play, Joe Mazula just does not know what to do and yeah. just cannot adjust yeah. and bring his team back yeah. to where he wants. So I think uh, the battle of the coaches, mm-hmm. the Miami Heat coach Spo is just dominating mm-hmm. Coach Mazula. Yeah, the- I think there's a big coach deep between uh, between two of them. Yeah, because. Yeah, Miami Heat is uh, resilient than ever yeah. nowadays in, in NBA playoffs. I think this is the biggest factor of Miami's Heat success nowadays. Yeah, because if they if the uh, opponents make it, make the good results, and next quarter after the after the uh, some kind of communication, Miami Heat adjust. Yeah, and make the difference strategy, and now Boston or like. Milwaukee cannot really yeah. adjust on that. Yeah. So yeah, Milwaukee series you can clearly see Coach Spo mm-hmm. outmatching Coach Budenholzer who got fired. Yeah. 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 You can from that you can really see that Coach Spo is a good mm-hmm. coach. Mm-hmm. If if the Boston Celtics got swept, mm-hmm. Joe Mazzulla would have been one hundred percent fired <laughs> in my opinion. But. Yeah. It's 3-1. I don't know if he would still get fired. I don't think he is. Yeah, I, I don't think he is going to get Boston Celtics uh, board uh, once, once stated that they they are just uh, rooting for him. Yeah, and so, I don't think there are, there are other uh, like better options. Nowadays. Like, uh, uh, like yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think there are better options than Joe Mazzula. Joe Mazzula mm-hmm. is a good coach, but... I just think he needs like more experience. Yeah. So I, I was just saying that like Miami Heat, look, they are really strategically resilient and yeah. they're also mentally resilient yeah. because of 
Jimmy Butler, yeah. I guess. So that case, in that case, Miami Heat is getting better. And what else? What else can we think about? Think about that. Why why Miami Heat's uh, ability to execute in the important important time really gets better and better than ever, like in playoffs. I I don't even know the reason. Uh, like, like, I think if we attribute to the Jimmy Butler, it's too simple. But I think yeah. all the players are getting better in the clutch plays. Yeah. So, I think. I mean, the players are just really stepping up, and also there's Jimmy Butler who just plays really well when, when you're in like the crunch time where things are getting the most important, uh, like things are getting really important. And I think Coach Spo is also making the right plays when it matters the most. So I think that combined really makes Miami Heat a really good team when it's like the most important. Yeah. Time of the play. I think the confidence is a key factor. Yeah, yeah. Like, the coach and all the players are doing the doing their roles, and they know what they're doing. So, yeah. like, the notion of what I know what I'm doing gives them confidence, and regardless of the uh, of the results they get they're given, they can't just be confident all the time. Yeah. Like even 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 like uh, they lost. Due to their mistakes, they can forget because they were confident with that, and the results doesn't really matter if they're being confident consistently. So yeah, I think conf- confidence, yeah. I guess, confidence. is the biggest yeah, factor. Big factor. Yeah. And yeah, so nowadays Miami fa- Miami's uh, success is really really phenomenal, and we have talked about the strategies and. Mental, mental thing, mental factor. I want to talk about the lesson, like that Miami's Heat's success can give. What would be the lesson? Like, I've thought about it nowadays, and if if you can just think of it, let me know. Just, I mean, I think the lesson I think that I learned, yeah, that I can learn is that when. You're the underdog. Don't just like easily give up. Try your best, yeah. and it might go your like the way you want, and you you can maybe go really far, or it you might fail in the beginning. But it doesn't matter as long as you tried your best. Just like the uh, Miami Heat, there were the eight C, there were the extreme underdogs. They really tried their best, and it worked out. And I think I really respect that. Yeah, for putting their hearts out. Yeah, I think, yeah, agree on that. And I was really deeply impressed by the Gabe Vincent. Uh. He is out outdoing other players nowadays. And he once gave a in, in interview, post game interview with the Sha- Shaquille O'Neal and Charles Barkley. And he once said that, like, look, I am a drafted player. But I don't care because I'm just a basketball player. I don't care where, uh, whether I am a starter or like bench player. I don't care. Just as uh, as long as I can play basketball and score goals, 
that really matters. So he he is his mentality, like in that time, was so strong yeah. that I was impressed. And I don't think all the controversy does not matter with him surrounding him. So real talent and real effort has to be proven. Yeah, like him. So I really got impressed with that kind of mentality. So. And I think it's the uh, one of the merit. It's the one of the merit that sports or like basketball can give to the people who are watching them. So yeah, life lesson: just, just grind. Yeah. <laughs> just grind. Yeah. Just do it like that. Yeah. I, I was so impressed by the, that interview. Yeah, it's one of the one of the biggest merit that sports fan. Can keep, yeah. Can don't give up. Like, there's so many possibilities that we really ignore. Yeah, and we can lose sometimes, but we can win big. Yeah, like them. Like, look, Miami Heat was the eighth seed before the before the playoffs, but now they're winning all the teams. Yeah. So look, we cannot predict all all the future. Future days, they're just doing, regardless of the future, and all the controversies. They're just doing. They're doing their their jobs, and look what have what they've done. Yeah, it's really It's impressive. Very impressive. So, yeah. Since we're doing some kind of final episode, yeah, in this semester, we want to talk about. The We also wanted to talk about the merits of sports, watching sports. As a really, uh, as a really passionate uh, fan of yeah. basketball, I was so so grateful for watching those kind of NBA series yeah. and all the dramas that Miami Heat gave us, yeah. and also the failure of Golden State Warriors. Even though they failed, you know, they. They gotta be deserved, like yeah. deserve a lot of credit. You can't win all the time. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's the life lesson that sports give. Yeah. yeah. We can win. We cannot win all the times. Yeah. Even Hana Eagles cannot lose <laughs> all the times, you know. And Kia Tigers cannot win all the times. Uh, We don't know the future. Yeah. But that kind of notion that we cannot predict our future yeah, gives us really uh, to be humble right? yeah that's the beauty of sports that's a beauty I think that that is the really uh, philosophical thing yeah that sports gives us yeah so wrapping up we have talked about uh, NBA playoffs uh, we have talked about Golden State yeah Miami And also the life lesson yeah. that that kind of episode gave give us. Yeah, yeah. So thank you for uh, thank you for listening so far, guys. Yeah. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Bye.